ABC's 2004 television program Lost. Just when I think you can't get any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. Hi, welcome to All the Best Podcasts Have Daddy Issues, a podcast about whether or not Lost is a good TV show. I'm your host, Nolan Pavlich. And I'm Emma May. And we're here to talk about Season 2, Episode 14, one of them. Emma, how's it going? It's gone good. How did you feel about this episode, Nolan? This episode, um, I don't know how I feel about this episode, to be honest. I like it in, it's almost like the stuff with the hatch at the beginning Mm -hmm. of this uh, season, where I like the stuff that it's setting up, right? Like, the, the hatch was setting up, like, Locke versus Jack in this man of science, man of faith thing. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it's just setting it up. And that's kind of what this episode feels like, too. Where, like, I really like the idea of, like, is this guy who he says he is? But it feels like they're planning on dragging it out for a few more episodes. Yeah. And I kind of wish there was some good... I kind of just wish it would move forward. But, I mean, that's the price you pay when you're watching a TV show with 23 episodes. I mean, there's still there's still another 10 episodes before the season's over. For so, sure. like, of course they're going to be dragging it off. Mm-hmm. But, like... So in terms of like what the episode stands for, I like it. In terms of what it actually delivers, maybe a little bit less, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some ideological stuff I have some issues with in the flashbacks, which uh, I know we will be talking about. But um, yeah, that's always, it's always a fun reminder when you're like, oh yeah, this was in 2006. Yeah. Um, I think I overall like the episode just because mm-hmm. I'm a... Saeed fangirl but mm-hmm. um yeah some issues with the flashbacks um that I'm sure that we'll get to and then I'm sure that we'll get to this as well but I just feel like there's some major continuity errors between like like Jack wants to start a war but he doesn't want to side with Saeed it's I don't know like what's going on there yeah, it's it's weird how little he regards Saeed in yeah. this episode. Like he's we still don't really get any like all the conversations are still between Jack and Locke. Mm-hmm. It, there's there Saeed was not as it Saeed was involved on the on island stuff, but it, he wasn't like interacting with Jack and Locke the way that you would want. That's what I'm missing. I'm missing that Jack and Saeed discussion about what war really is and what an army yeah. is. I I don't like that we have gotten to this point in the show and that still hasn't happened. I don't know if that's even in our future, but I just feel mm-hmm. like, wow, what a missed opportunity for dialogue in a Saeed episode. Yeah, and to have it come from a lock instead. Mm-hmm. Literally the only character on the island who we definitively know did not serve in the military. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's let's uh let's jump in here. This episode aired February fifteenth, two thousand and six, the day after Valentine's Day. You, uh, which is, I mean, you know, not too romantic of an episode. So I guess they probably didn't make too much of it. But it's directed by Stephen Williams, uh, written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. We've seen all of them many times up to this point, and will again many times. Um, and I believe it starts in a flashback. Yeah, we open up on a flashback and. Full disclosure here, I'm going to do my best to get all of the military terms correct that I can, Mm -hmm. but absolutely no guarantees, so uh, I'm going to try, though. Um, And if you get any wrong, we can just dub in later. Um, 
I know all of the ranks from Halo. Oh, okay. So if we want, if, if we want to maybe dub in some, like, I, you know, I'm just saying if you want to talk about maybe Master Chief Saeed, that's sure. totally fine. Okay. Um, I was thinking that you were going to have, like, a big buzzer that would just go, eh, like, every yeah. time that I mess something up, but that's better. It's it's weird. I used to have a buzzer that was supposed to be buzzed whenever someone was wrong, and um, I broke it from overuse, oh, apparently. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we open up on Saeed and other soldiers in a chaotic bunker during an airstrike, and... Bombs are coming down. They're shredding and burning paper. Indoors looks terrible for ventilation. Mm -hmm. People are trying to desert, and one of the officers is telling them that he'll kill the people who try to leave. Um, the door busts open, and uh, the American army, which I thought I heard an Australian accent in there too. Maybe I misheard that, but. Door busts open, American army is there, has guns pointed at all of them as they surrender. Um, someone asks who's in charge, and the uh, officer who is yelling that he's about to kill people who are going to desert, um, he doesn't jump uh, up and say that, you know, he's the one giving orders or anything like that. It's kind of unclear to me if he speaks English and understands what they were saying, because... Saeed and him were kind of looking at each other like they maybe knew what was yeah. going on. I don't know. I think he I think he does speak English, but they definitely keep it nebulous. Yeah. It's, it's it almost kind of just varies scene to scene. Mm-hmm. Um the soldiers Because it, it does yeah. it, it feels like it's supposed to be him being a coward here, right? That he's not yeah. standing up and saying, I'm the one in charge. For sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. The Iraqi soldiers behind both of them are still continuing to burn and shred papers. Um, the American soldier tells uh, them that he'll shoot if they don't stop. And uh, Saeed tells them to stop and gives away that he can understand English in the moment. Um, and they do, but I just, I don't know that you need a translator at this point. <laughs> Um, yeah. If not, two uh, like, yeah, senior true. officers guys are, are on the yeah. ground, like maybe you should be too. Um, the other guys are like, nobody's explicitly told me to stop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they grab Saeed um, and they know that he can speak English, so they talk to him. Uh, they're asking where, who the commanding officer is, and Saeed covers, obviously lying. We as an audience know that he's lying. Um, and the soldier sees through it too and hits him. And we don't know this for sure, but this could be Saeed's first ever concussion of dozens to come. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's a great point. We're finally getting the origin story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I will say mm -hmm. this this is the point right where they're outside, right? And they've kind of like walked out of that the bunker that they were in. Then he gets brought to the camp, right? And or yeah. they're tied upside or they're tied outside of the camp. Right. Um, I just want to remark on um, the absolutely beautiful Iraqi countryside that they definitely shot this in. Mm -hmm. It's so cool that they went on location for this. Um, they were really yeah. shelling out for it. It lost. looks so bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it looks so. It bad. looks really bad. 
it, it looks like it would... I would honestly have preferred if they had done, like, a middle school play thing where it was just, like, painted plywood mm-hmm. instead of whatever, like, digital composite they went with. It just... That kind of... Anytime they do that kind of stuff, it, it, it didn't look great at the time, and it's aged terribly. Yeah. Um... I will. I will actually say. I think maybe this is the worst looking episode of Lost. Oh, um, ever. Which is yeah. Just because. I mean, obviously, you know, the polar bear CGI is bad. This scene is rough, and then the the final flashback, I believe, is horrendous. Yeah, that's so um, bad. And it. I don't even know what they're really trying of, to do there. Yeah, I, it, it's a bummer because, I mean, I guess. Maybe at this point they were like, well, we can get away with, like, kind of just putting the yellow filter over Hawaii and calling it Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of, you know, the news and everything, everybody's seen so much footage of Iraq that we're not going to get away with that. And so we need to make it look identical to the way people are going to view Iraq. I, I don't think that they had to do that. I think they should... I, there's To me, I think that there was ways that they could have gotten... I don't know. They didn't need to even um, show that much of the countryside. No. Like, they were just too ambitious in what they wanted to show. Like, we've done... There's been other Saeed episodes Mm -hmm. up to this point that have taken place in Iraq. And I'm not going to say that they looked, like, incredible or anything, but they... None of them stuck out to me like this. Yeah. They could have easily left everything in the bunker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This conversation never had to go outdoors. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's that's a really fair point. It, the set team, I think you're right, got maybe a little bit too ambitious or maybe didn't have the mm-hmm. funding to do what they really wanted to do. Or I think people also kind of overestimate how good stuff looks because it's cutting edge technology. Yeah. Or it's like, I just remember seeing stuff in the theaters and being like, that looks so good. And then like you see it now and you're just like, oh my God, how did I think that even looked even kind of good? Mm-hmm. Any movies that come to mind right away where when you first saw it, you were like, oh, that's amazing. And then yeah. you watched it again and you're like, oh, my God. Um, have you seen Have you seen that movie Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? No, I never watched it's that. Jude Law and... Angelina um, Jolie is in it, too. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember walking out of that say thinking like literally my big thing with the movie was wow those those graphics look incredible to my family as you know whatever i was 12 year olds 12 years old at the time and then watching it again uh, like a few years ago and just being like oh this uh doesn't look good <laughs> it actually has good art direction but the act the the stuff that you're looking at just is not well done yeah um yeah it's, i think sci-fi movies get that a lot unfortunately yeah yeah <laughs> Which, I mean, that's where you have the enduring ones, right? Are the ones that, like Star Wars, where they use the miniatures and mm-hmm. practi- mostly practical effects up until you get to the lightsabers, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's what they should have done here. Mm-hmm. Practical effects, yeah. baby. And more lightsabers. And I think they could have put some really interesting stuff in Saeed's backstory. Um, the Iraqi soldiers in the next scene are brought outside and tied up. Um, they target Saeed because he can, of, of course, speak English. And mm-hmm. they grab him and begin to bring him back away from his squadron and ask if he's ever done any kind of translation work. Uh, 
Saeed answers, no, not formally. And the American soldier says, the fact that you know what formally means, uh, you know, we're good. Um, Mm -hmm. I did not realize it in the moment, but the officer who says that and is leading Saeed back is Kate's stepdad. Which yeah, we see Sam Austin. Yeah, we see at the the end of the episode it kinda comes together. Um I did not recognize him at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell. And he's not a very distinct guy. Like he doesn't he's just like a, a white dude. Yeah, like, like American really soldier have type is yeah. how he was cast, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any um any uh footage of him like predatorily ganging up on kids at the mall to try and recruit them into the army. So yeah. there really wasn't anything that we could tie him into the first time we've seen him with. Mm-hmm. It turns out that a helicopter went down and a pilot was captured who they need returned home safely. Uh, he was taken by a man named Tariq, who Saeed says was his commanding officer who fled to Hilla. Uh, the off- the American officer is going to give each other a knowing look and then bring Saeed into a room where Tariq is sitting. So he's been captured and they want uh, Saeed to be a translator. Uh, they've somehow pegged that Saeed is uh, willing to turn on this guy even before Saeed knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the island, Saeed is giving himself a bath on the beach uh, we just are starting off with his uh, shirtless hunk scene. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Anna Lucia comes running out of the jungle and uh, takes him to see Russo. But uh, he tells Anna Lucia to go back and that he will take care of it. Um, he kind of sneaks through the jungle and catches up to Russo, who uh, says that she's looking for him. Um, and she wants to take him somewhere, but Saeed doesn't trust her because, of course, last time she uh, came into camp, she used Saeed as a distraction to mm-hmm. kidnap Aaron. Um, so she gives him her gun as a way to make him trust her a little bit more. Uh, and he checks it and it is loaded. I don't know if he checked for the firing pin, which was the big deal last time. but Then we get our second flashback. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saeed is being used by the U.S. government to interrogate, interrogate his commanding officer, Tariq. Um, they want to know where the pilot is. Uh, they know that Tariq interrogated the pilot, potentially even in the same room, and they need the pilot back. Um, they tell Saeed to tell Tariq that they'll let him go in exchange for the pilot, let Tariq go. Uh, Saeed tells him this, and Tariq begins to take all of his frustrations out on Saeed. Uh, he tells Saeed that he's a disgrace and tells him to steal the American officer's gun and kill them all and that he would at least get a few Americans before being killed himself. Um, Saeed obviously doesn't translate that and the American <laughs> soldier lets him know that if they don't come to a resolution soon, they're going to bring someone else in to interrogate him. Saeed maintains that Tariq doesn't know anything and then... Uh, Saeed gets locked up again. But a lot of tension between Saeed and Tariq um, and like questioning of loyalty. But I just, I feel like he's just asking him questions. And like, I don't really understand why they're leaning on it. Like, they would have to have a translator if. 
Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, this whole dynamic doesn't make any sense to me, I guess. No, it feels like they, like, it, it seems like what they really want to do is ruin Saeed's life, right? By, like, making him end up having to torture his uh, commanding officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is also weird that Tariq is so, like, I get that, like, maybe he just really has drunk the Kool-Aid in terms of uh, how much his soldiers are willing to do for him. But, like, hey, you're in handcuffs. Uh, the guy that you're treating like shit is not in handcuffs and seems pretty willing to work with the people that have you captured. Um, so maybe this is not the time to antagonize yeah, him over and over. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe cool it, Tariq. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is a weird... It, it, they never really connect the dots on why they need uh, Saeed to do this. Um, well, I mean, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Back on the beach, Sawyer is trying to sleep, um, but a tree frog is bothering him by croaking out in the jungle. Now, do, has this ever happened to you, Emma? Have, do you have like a... Yeah, have you ever had a tree frog bother you? No, a, uh, just in general, like there's some people that really can't sleep with that kind of stuff. Like an owl going off in the background or something. No, that's I gotta say, I don't notice me. that ever. Yeah. yeah. If I hear an owl going, I'm like, heck, heck yeah, that's mm-hmm. sweet. I love we'll nature. we have less rats around here. Yeah, I love nature. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sawyer tries to commiserate with Jin, uh, but Jin just kind of straight up ignores him, clearly uh, angry about the uh, the part where Sto- <laughs> Sawyer stole all the guns. Um, he goes into the jungle, uh, searching for the tree frog, uh, and instead finds Hurley eating something that he's dipping into a big jar of ranch. What was that, a mango? Uh, that couldn't have even tasted Yeah, Yeah, no, it looks... Yeah, it can't, can't be good. At a certain point, you maybe just are like... Hey, instead of uh, using mango as a vehicle for ranch, just grab a spoon or something. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> this, you, you don't need to do this to yourself. But I don't know. Maybe it was a Dharma brand uh, pork rind. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hurley has kept a stash, a stash of Dharma food, little jar of peanut butter, candy bars, that kind of thing. Um, he begs Sawyer not to uh, tell everybody, and Sawyer uh, agrees if. Um, if Hurley goes to help him find the frog. I... This plot line, I don't... I don't know. Here's here's what I'll say. We've talked about the way that they've kind of treated Hurley and his weight in the past. Um, this feels a little bit better because I don't think we're supposed to believe that Her- uh, Sawyer is Hurley's friend. Yeah. Uh, the way that we are supposed to believe that Charlie was in some of those old scenes. So in that respect, it feels a little bit better. I do wish that they would actually reckon with Hurley and his like Hurley being on the island and still having an addiction to like uh you know junk foods or whatever is not an uncompelling story. Like they mm-hmm. could do something with it, but instead they kind of just still relegate it to comic relief essentially. Yeah. And it I don't know, it kind of sucks. And I get that it's 2006 and that's just kind of how that went back then. But that would be uh, a it, big deal on an island. Like, I would love to see Claire get yes. pissed about, like, how I'm breastfeeding and I don't have any more peanut butter left. Like, Hurley, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? You know, like, yeah. I would be interested in that rather than seeing Hurley and Sawyer go kill a tree frog, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it feels like it's it, it's just relegated to the C plot for this episode, yeah. essentially. Um, and I don't think it it needs to be. Um, but anyways, uh, Russo takes Saeed to somebody who is uh, trapped in a net. And Rousseau thinks that he's one of the others, which I guess is just how we're going to refer to them from now on. They have finally, like, that's how people have talked about them outside of the show up to this point, like on the forums and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. People were calling them the others, but now this is, like, in the show, people are starting to call them that, so. And, uh, yeah, he says his name is Henry Gale from Minnesota. No accent. Okay, well, here's where we're going to. We gotta get started on this. Ooh. Emma, you in uh, 2006 were you uh, living in Minnesota at that time? I was. Okay, um, and I'm gonna ask you something. And we on this show we try to talk about the show episode by episode as it comes to us. So we don't really look at spoilers for the future. So if you don't want to be spoiled about whether or not this guy is or is not an other. Uh, maybe skip forward a little bit, but Emma, I'll just ask you, as someone who's living in Minnesota in 2006, do you recognize this guy? No, I've never seen that man. And there it is, folks. (laughs) We got him. (laughs) I'm on Saeed's side here, okay? Yeah. Yeah, so what what are the major things? It doesn't have an accent, right? Um, Yeah, Saeed could have been like, oh, do you have a cabin? What do you mm-hmm. do on the lake? Like, just baiting mm-hmm. him to say anything like boat or toast or yeah. any <laughs> any one of those O's. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I didn't hear any He could have accent. quoted Fargo at him until he got <laughs> mad enough to say that actually that's in North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. This guy, I will say, throughout the episode, even though he's in a tremendous amount of pain... He does seem pretty passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is a good point for him being from somewhere in the Midwest. But we That's haven't true. gotten we haven't gotten anything really specifying Minnesota yet. Um, also, the name Henry Gale uh, is, of course, um, uh, Dorothy Gale's uncle from The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Um, so let's, I guess, uh, keep that in mind. Feels like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If they're giving him a fake name, uh, it, you know, and again, we're not going to say whether or not this is uh, fake or not, but if if that is supposed to be a fake name, Wizard of Oz is not an obscure enough uh, thing to yeah. where I think nobody would... Like, it, in universe, right, nobody says, hey, Henry Gale, isn't that the name of... Uh, Dorothy's uncle from Wizard of Oz. I don't know. That seems it seems really on the nose that he was in a hot air balloon with that. But yeah. uh, Saeed cuts him down, um, uh, even though Rousseau is protesting. Uh, and the guy uh, Henry starts talking about how Rousseau is crazy, tries to run away, but <laughs> Rousseau pulls out a damn crossbow that she guess I I guess she she just had it in her pocket. Yeah. I think there should have been a scene where she, like, kind of bends over and Saeed is, like, he starts to, like, check her out, but then he notices that there's, like, a the perfect shape of a crossbow <laughs> just uh, over her ass. Um, 
but we didn't get that, so I don't know where she got this crossbow from. Uh, she uh, shoots him through the chest with it, missing his lungs, uh, and I guess it's more through the shoulder than the chest, but it's she basically hits the absolute perfect shot. There's a thing where Saeed's like, you could have killed him, and she's like, well, if I had wanted to kill him, I would have. But, like, how, are we really supposed to believe that? that... Yeah, she she's that accurate with a crossbow? With a crossbow? She, says, she hasn't trained with it. I mean, she built that thing. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, think she, I think she just didn't kill him. I think she did, like, Sawyer, where Sawyer didn't kill the marshal, and she's just uh, trying to cover it up a little bit here. Also, um, like... like oh, yeah. I don't care if you're the best shot. Like, you shot a man through his entire body on an yeah. island with very limited antibiotics. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. have to bring that man through the jungle now. Like, uh. Yeah. But, but it's uh, a good an, thing an that nobody where... gets infections on this island. <laughs> yeah, no, but we, there hasn't been any talk of getting sick uh, um, every four episodes or so. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Uh, but yeah, she tells him to interrogate Henry, and that's why uh, she brought Saeed to him uh, and says that he's going to lie uh, for a long time. Uh, in our third flashback, um, Saeed is being taken to see Mr. Krabs. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I mean Clancy Brown. Um, mm-hmm. He calls out that Saeed has been uh, doing translating for them. And uh, he he's sure that it feels wrong, basically trying to be a good cop. Um, mm-hmm. And then he brings out a, a tape and says that Tariq, who is the head of chemical war for the Iraqi army, uh, is using was using sarin gas on a village where Saeed has relatives. Um, I'm not 100% sure what sarin gas does, and I didn't want to look it up because I feel like it'd make me really sad. It would. Yeah, I'm sure it's terrible and horrible, um, but... I think it was, like, the big buzzword at the time. Okay. Right? In 2006, that was kind of, like, the the weapon of mass destruction that uh, they were talking about in Iraq. Yeah. I mean, was I the sarin re- gas. I remember being a child and on the evening news them showing videos of like villages that were gassed do you remember that growing up yeah it's horrific yeah horrible um it's wild the stuff that was allowed to be on the news just because it was after mm 9-11 yeah um but he plays the tape horrible screaming coming from it um and is basically saying that Tariq killed Saeed's relatives uh, and then he has this line loyalty is a virtue but in questioning loyalty I don't think that's you Um, and Saeed tells him that Tariq will never talk to him and then uh, Clancy Brown um, scoots over a wooden box of tools and he says that's why we need you to make him talk. <laughs> I do like, um, I think that this role is probably the nicest military person Clancy Brown has ever played. I know. <laughs> uh, like, It's so funny because as soon as you see him in a show, 
Like, it doesn't matter if for the first six episodes he seems like an upstanding guy who, like, has history with one of the main characters and was his mentor or whatever. You know that dude's going to be corrupt by the end of it. You know that he is going to be the evil general who doesn't care what it takes. you got to kill them, like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's always, like, a bad guy. Um, but I love him. He's great. He's so good. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. But evil, yeah. He always plays, like, the evil mm-hmm. army guy. Yeah. And Mr. Um, and Mr. Krabs. <laughs> His two stereotypes. Um, I will say about this, I think... I mean, 2006, that's about when um, we're starting to get... Like, it's it, it stops being the... Like... Uh, it's just pure patriotism from everybody, right? Like, people are starting to realize, like, hey, Iraq, uh, we maybe shouldn't be there. Well, I think um, it was 2005 where they came out and said that there was no evidence of sure weapons of yeah. destruction. So I don't think that we need to take it as default that the show is just completely pure, like, uh, pro-American military in this. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's very coherent in terms of what it is, honestly. Um, and that maybe that's by design, right? Like, if you're an ABC primetime show, you maybe don't take a position either way, and you kind of let it be ambiguous, because the American military is kind of good guys, kind of bad guys, and same for Saeed being uh, the main character on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's just all on purpose, but it... Watching it now, it feels pretty... It, it just kind of waffles around a little bit. I don't know. I, I wish it took a harder stance one way or the other. Because, yeah. I mean, if there's one thing this episode is, it's, like, pro-torture. So I guess maybe that's your answer right there. I don't know. Back on the island, Saeed wakes up Locke, and uh, they question Henry uh, while he still has the arrow sticking out of his chest because Saeed wants honest answers. Um, Henry and his wife were traveling uh, by a hot air balloon to cross the Pacific. Uh, but three weeks ago on the island, she died. Uh, she got sick. And it's at this point that Jack walks in. And they decide to let Jack treat Henry. Uh, but Saeed tells him not to untie him uh, while he treats him. Out in the jungle, Sawyer calls Hurley Babar and Hamo. Um, he's just Babar. really trying to... What's that? What's Babar? I didn't get that reference. So, well, first he calls him Barbar, and Hurley corrects him saying it's Babar. Uh, Babar, it's like a French uh, children's, like, illustrated book series, I believe. Or maybe, maybe they're just regular little books. Maybe it's just that there's some pictures in them. I don't remember. But it's like, it's of an elephant, is the idea. Um, But he's like a, uh, he's like an elephant who's like a, (laughs) maybe like a, uh, like he's like a, a captain of industry. Like he's, I think he might be like a, a a a rich elephant that like runs around like with a plane doing stuff. I don't know. So he's like a I don't remember Monka type. Um, I have yes. a picture of Babar up here, and Babar is cute. Yeah, Babar is very cute. Um. So uh, that's a bad yeah. reference, Sawyer. Yeah. Well, it did what uh, Sawyer wanted, which was hurt Hurley's feelings. Um, And Hurley finally gets mad. He's sick of all the the fat jokes and people laying into him. 
And he tells Sawyer, go ahead and tell everyone I don't even care. And he starts to storm off, but then Sawyer comes over and apologizes and says... I, I mean, this is not particularly convincing to me. Especially considering we just got an episode where Sawyer like tricked every member of the main cast. Yeah. Where Sawyer's like, I'm sorry, but this tree frog is just killing me. Like, I, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't excuse anything. You're mean all the time anyways. What are you talking about? Um, but I guess it's enough for Hurley. I don't know. In the hatch, Jack pulls out the arrow. Um, and while he's doing that... Uh, oh, you know what I will say? We've had a lot of visceral stuff on this show before. Pulling the arrow out of uh, his chest, not the most visceral thing, even in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, um, which I think it still looks good, but uh, I was just kind of surprised. I was waiting for it to be gross, but it wasn't that bad. I wonder if um, they were like, there's so much gross stuff in this episode that he'd have to tone it down with the arrow. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is it. <laughs> Locke uh, talks to Saeed and asks Saeed what he thinks, but Saeed kind of turns it on him, and Locke thinks that Henry is pretty convincing. Um, And Saeed asks Locke to change the combination to the gunlocker, because Jack knows the current combination. uh, And he knows that Jack isn't going to approve of what he does next, which is interrogating Henry. So once Jack finishes up, they convince him to put Henry in the armory, um, and they... They all carry him in. Jack and Locke walk out, but then uh, Saeed closes the door behind them and locks it. In our fourth flashback, uh, Saeed goes back to Tariq with the wooden box, and Saeed puts the box down on the table and takes out the torture instruments one by one and very slowly and tells Tariq to tell him where the pilot is um, Tariq laughs this off at first and doesn't really take it all that seriously. Um, he says that Saeed is the son of a great soldier and that he can't disgrace his father. Um, but Saeed continues to put the instruments on the table and his, the officer gets more and more panicked. Um, he then mm-hmm. orders Saeed to put a plastic bag over his head and kill himself. Uh, to save the little bit of dignity that he has left. Um, yeah, you know how this is re- super dignified? Yeah. Dying with a plastic bag that you've taped around your own neck. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the first hint of daddy issues we've gotten for Saeed? Um, I think it is. We really... Yeah. yeah we, he, we, he's kind of gone... He's, he skated by because um, he was... Uh, kind of an an emblem of daddy issues for Shannon mm-hmm. up till this point. So we have we haven't really had cause to look into him, but interesting. Yeah. Hopefully we get a little bit more on that. Let me ask you something. Yeah. So you're uh, you're handcuffed into a chair. Uh, somebody comes in. They've got their wooden box. They set it down. They start pulling out pliers and hammers and um, I think a Swiss Army knife at one point. Um, how many tools does he set down before you break? Oh, he brings the box out. He's got a box <laughs> with him, and I'm like, oh, I have yeah. something I want to tell you. That's <laughs> yeah, how okay. much it would take for me. What about you? Yeah, I think basically the same. Mm-hmm. I think uh, somewhere, somewhere around there, yeah. Um, for sure, once the rusted metal pliers come out, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you guys don't wash those things? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> um, I, yeah, like... Still, this dynamic is not making any sense to me at all. Like, 
No. If I mean, we, this guy's really in, den- in denial, I guess, is what we're supposed to get out of it. Yeah. That he really thinks Saeed would kill himself uh, for, uh, for nothing. But Saeed gets really upset by the comment about putting a plastic bag over his head and um, kind of barks back at him and Tariq spits on him, uh, which pushes Saeed over the edge. And um, some time passes. Uh, it cuts to the outside of the room where Chansey Brown is waiting. And Saeed comes out of the room and tells him that the pilot was executed two days ago and is buried in a field nearby. He offers to take them there. And then the camera pans down to his hands as he's giving the box of instruments back and they're covered in blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty rough. I gotta say, I'm Clancy Brown. I may be saying, all right, well, you can get a paper towel first. Yeah. Before you hand this box <laughs> to me. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you finding out, but... If I'm Clancy Brown, I'm just saying, keep the box. That's your wooden box now, bud. Oh. <laughs> Back on the island, Jack uh, confronts Locke about changing the combination. And Locke says, hey, uh, you didn't come to me about uh, creating an army. A thing that we still haven't seen anybody do. We've just heard them talk about. I, it it so feels who, worse and worse every time it happens. Yeah, like, who are they talking to about this if they're yeah. not talking to... Anybody else? They're talking to whoever's leaving all the tarps around, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, Locke says, hey, guess what? We're You want an army? Well, that's because we're at war. And at war, you got to do this kind of thing. Uh, so this is just like an explicit endorsement of torture at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thing which I think maybe we haven't really talked about much this episode, but we should reiterate, uh, doesn't work. Torture t- does not give you the correct answers. It gives you... Whatever people think uh, they can say to you to make them stop uh, getting tortured. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, something to keep in mind there. Uh, Saeed questions Henry about his story uh, and where they were staying in terms of, like, where they made camp on the island. Um, Which, I will say, nobody brings it up, really. If they've been on the island for four months, like, they would have seen the plane crash. Um, Yeah. I, I fit, to me, I'm just like, you didn't really even like try and figure out what's going on there? He gets uh, specifics on the illness that killed Henry's wife, that she had a fever for a couple days, and then she went delirious, and then she died. Um, and uh, Saeed tells him that, uh, you know, he gives him, uh, my name is Saeed Jarrah, I'm a torturer. He basically uh, tries to uh, scare Henry in a way that would absolutely have worked on me. Mm-hmm. Sawyer and Hurley find the tree frog, finally. Uh it does look like they did have a tree frog for, like, at least a few shots, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. I wonder how you go about doing that, uh, getting a tree frog in, or maybe they just find one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. They must be in Hawaii. Uh, Sawyer uh, catches it after Hurley uh, falls on his face trying to get it. Um, and at first, it does seem like Sawyer thinks it's cute. He does go like, oh, little happy little guy there, huh? Um, and Hurley... Kind of sensing that uh, maybe Sawyer likes this frog, I think. Uh, says, hey, here's an idea. Why don't I take the frog a couple beaches over. You can It can find a Mrs. Tree Frog and you won't have to listen to it anymore. And um, Sawyer says, yeah, that's an idea. Or I could do this. And then he crushes the frog in his bare hand. Um, gross. We get it, writers. Yeah, gross. 
Sawyer yeah. is gross. We don't like yeah. Sawyer. Yeah, <laughs> Sawyer's a bad boy. We don't. We're not fans of him. Don't worry. I mean, I am, but the um, yeah. I, this was more disgusting than them pulling the arrow out of that guy's shoulder by mm-hmm. a country mile. I would rather get shot with a crossbow than have to crush a frog with my bare hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the crunch is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, he uh, hands the little frog corpse to Hurley and then walks away. Um, well, it tells them to I, eat it with ranch, too. Oh, yeah. It says dip it in ranch. It tastes like chicken. Have you ever had frog before? Yeah. Is it good? That's not bad. It, it yeah. does honestly kind of taste like chicken. But it was deep fried, too. So I, I haven't had it. Sure. I don't know. That helps. Yeah. It feels like it would be good. But I've never had it. Mm-hmm. I used bad. to think it looked so bad in that... I can't remember what movie it was. It was one of the Muppets movies where they're going to fry up Kermit. Because uh-huh. um, the, there's like a frog leg restaurant. Um, uh, but yeah, never uh, never had frog before. Uh, Locke tries to talk to Jack, but Jack just kind of tells him to shut up. Uh, clearly is angry with him. Saeed questions Henry about the balloon, about how it was his dream to cross the Pacific in a hot air balloon, which we haven't really talked about. Um, that's insane, right? Like, is that even possible? I don't know. Because you're pretty at the mercy of the wind with a balloon, right? Like, yeah. you can change the direction, but it's like for like a long voyage like that, does it really... Can you take a hot air balloon that long? I mean, maybe you can. I will say I... I uh, I believe I read this nonfiction book about a guy who did it in 80 days. Mm. He went basically around the world. Um, so maybe it is possible. I don't know. But um, I can tell you for sure, never in one million years would you catch me taking a hot air balloon anywhere other than up in the air and straight back down. <laughs> even then, I don't know about that one. But yeah, uh, Henry has all the answers. Like He knows like the specific type of transmitter. He talks about how he used to own a mining company um, where he owned non-metallic, or where they mined non-metallic minerals. Uh, But Saeed uh, finally takes his fingers, puts them in the pliers, and starts questioning him about his wife. Where she's buried, how far down, how did he bury it. And Henry says he doesn't remember, and Saeed breaks down, saying that he would remember. He would remember every uh, shovel that he took to it. Um, and, uh, he says that, Henry says, oh, did you lose somebody? And he says that Shannon was killed because of the others. Um, because, uh, people thought that she was somebody going to do harm, uh, somebody like, uh, Henry's people. Uh, he starts punching him and beating him. Jack tells Locke to open the door, but Locke refuses. And of course, this is the exact moment when the alarm starts going off in the hatch. And this is the most push-the-button drama we've really gotten since the beginning of this season. Hmm. Like, up till now, it's always been like, oh, I can't get to the button, or, uh, you know, the alarm's going off because Kate took off. Hmm. But it, it hasn't really ever been like somebody refusing to or forcing somebody else to not push the button. Jack eventually gets Locke to open the door so that Locke can go, open the, um, can go push the button. As he does... The timer hits zero, and um, a bunch of, like, black and red hieroglyphs start popping up over the timer instead of the numbers. Very ominous. Yes. Uh, uh, creepy. And 
Also one of those things that's like, all right, that is creepy, but also somebody did like paint those hieroglyph- hieroglyphs and then put them in the uh, ticker mm-hmm. for this uh, countdown thing. So clearly they have some purpose. I don't know what they are. Um, but once he uh, enters in the code, hits enter, and uh, the timer resets. Um, oh, there's also that big worrying normal. noise. Oh, the yeah, yeah. It's turning on. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, very ominous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jack uh, gets Saeed out of there. Um, Saeed says that um, Henry is an other. He does not believe his story, but Jack seems unconvinced because uh, Henry didn't admit it. I gotta say, yeah, this is where I think we could have gotten, like you're talking about, some good interaction between Jack and Saeed because um, it's weird that Jack just fully doesn't believe him. Or isn't even willing to, like, listen to him. Yeah. At this point, I think that he just wants to be on the other side of Locke and Saeed. I don't even think that he's considering, like, what they talked about. Yeah, that tracks 100%. Uh, In the final flashback, a caravan of American soldiers is traveling through the desert. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the soldiers... Is it the desert? Well, or is uh, it a soundstage? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard to say um, what's going on here. But uh, one of the soldiers uh, asks if Saeed has a wife and kids as he's looking at a picture. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's Kate's stepdad who was in the second flashback with Saeed during the first one. I will say this is so stupid, but it's just something about me when I'm watching television shows. When they have a character who's showing a picture of themselves as a kid, and then they did get a picture of the actor as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think that's so cool. So yeah, this it is definitely Evangeline Lilly uh, uh, camping or whatever the picture is of her out in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're tracking together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she learned to be an expert tracker. Yeah. Um, the... Caravan, caravan, I'm not sure 100% where it's supposed to be going. Like, if it's going to where the pilot was buried to retrieve the body, or if that's supposed to be Baghdad in the background that's, like, all bombed, or a different village that's under siege. I can't really tell what's going on. It's not very clear. Um, Yeah. But the caravan stops, and... Saeed and uh, Clancy Brown talk to each other outside of earshot from the other soldiers. Um, he says that they're pulling out of Baghdad and Saddam, who he pronounces Saddam, <laughs> um, is going to stay in power. So Saeed will likely stay in the Iraqi army. Um, apparently, was this supposed to be Saeed's first time torturing somebody, too? Yeah. I yeah, this not... is showing his, okay. like, descent into it, I think. Terrible. Um, yeah. Not a good origin story. Um, no. I didn't pick up on that until here. Um, when it no, was, like, it a feels more explicit. A... Because I thought that yeah, they were it... picking him to do it because, like, oh, this is his identity. And he speaks English. Um, we'll have him do it. Because he, like, pulled the records on... Saeed and Tariq, I thought that they, like, found out that he was a torturer. That's kind of where my mind was going until this scene. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it's pretty ambiguous with all of it. Like, the, the information that he's torturing to get doesn't matter. No. Which is, I think, a big deal. Um, because, uh, it, we should care about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, what we're really supposed to care about, I guess, is that Saeed's commanding officer, Tariq, uh, bombed a village that Saeed had family at. Mm-hmm. But, like, that that comes so late, and it, it just doesn't feel like it's the focus. And, yeah, I think that they could have had Saeed be a little bit more broken by the end of it. Yeah. He seems pretty... No- like, I guess the idea being that Saeed is someone who just kind of shoves down emotions, which seems correct, but... But it's just not... Like, we could have at least used some commentary from uh, the soldiers, at the very least, about, like, how he seems unaffected. Yeah. Um, Like, just something that really nails home, like, oh, this is putting him down this bad path, instead of just kind of us having to figure that because it's his first time. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Um, So, yeah, this last scene was... This last flashback was a little confusing for me, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Clancy Brown takes out a knife and begins speaking in Arabic to him. Uh, he says, one of these days there will be something you need to know and now you know how to get it. And Saeed vows to never torture again and uh, Clancy Brown says, yeah, and gives him a few hundred bucks, quote unquote, for bus fare. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just feel like there was something really, like, needy, like, a lot to chew on here for Saeed and mm-hmm. the army references on the island, too, and it just didn't land. Yeah. Maybe because we were trying to fit stuff into a 45-minute episode, um, but I just feel like a lot of missed opportunities happened, especially in 2006 when... This is a really compelling story for 2006. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I will say, too, I think the tree frog thing could have been cut 100%. Yeah, and you don't If need they that. needed more time for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it would have been uh, still pretty good. Maybe they thought they needed some levity in it because uh, it was dealing with such a dark thing, but I don't know. Yeah, I. it just doesn't hit. And then this scene being what finishes it off is... Uh, really bad because like we said it looks bad right mm-hmm. just on an aesthetic level doesn't look good but like you're saying the the geography of it doesn't make any sense because of course it's not a real highway it's just like a, something that they composited together mm-hmm. um so you already are feeling like i don't really understand where they are or where what's they're the going or kind of, of yeah like... what's yeah what's the what's going on here yeah. it just it, it, it kind of, like, ends on, like, a little bit of a wet fart and yeah. not not super not super great. Which is a bummer because, like you said, there should be a lot that Saeed can do with this. And they just aren't giving it to him for some reason. Yeah. But maybe it's like uh, what you were saying where they just, they don't want to be that confrontational yeah. and controversial. It's ABC, that's prime time, but... I don't know. They could have done so much more with it. I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward yeah. to the Saeed episode, and I'm very disappointed with how it turned out. Yeah. But um, I like that he um, 
you know, we're seeing more of him, and he's more active since Shannon. Yes, that is what's nice, is it's getting him back in the action. Yeah. But that's what it feels like the episode is designed to do. It doesn't... It, which is a bummer, because it kind of seems like maybe he should have already been in the action. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would have been a little bit better for his own flashback episode, but I don't know. Back on the island, uh, Saeed is telling Charlie about Henry being in the hatch. Uh, and Charlie says, why are you telling me this? And Saeed says, because everybody else has forgotten uh, what monsters these people are. But you were you know, strung up by your neck. Um, and And... When I tortured this guy, I didn't feel any guilt over it. And that's how I know that this guy is one of them. And so tell me, Charlie, have you forgotten? And then end of episode. Kind of a weird ending, too. Like, uh, Charlie did kidnap Aaron yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Saeed does know about it. So um, I guess it's cool that Charlie uh, hates the others more than... Jack and Locke do. Which, I I mean, I will agree that Saeed is correct here, that Jack and Locke are more interested in making the other one mad. They're yeah. more interested in pulling each other's pigtails instead of, instead of um, focusing on this, which, um, yeah, that's fair. But That's what I don't... That continuity, that continuity error of them, like, mm-hmm. oh, we care a lot about this, and then, like, oh, we... I don't actually really care about this. This is just like a facade because I actually care about this other thing. I don't yeah. like that at all. I hate that. Yeah. It really feels like they... I mean, maybe this is just a consequence of the, the writing system they have set up where it's it's always two uh, distinct people being the, the writers for that week's episode. Uh, but, I mean, it's always been an issue with Lost, and I think we're starting to see it more and more here of mm-hmm. week to week, these, these characters are not quite consistent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this episode came in at number 57 on IMDb, so a little bit over half. Um, I think that's probably about right. I would maybe even rate it maybe a little bit less than that. But mm-hmm. not, I, I think it's, it still is a good episode. Um, and the whole thing with Henry is like fun. You can already see that they're going to have a good time with it. So I'm excited for more of that. I'm hoping that he really, really brings home the Minnesota stuff in future episodes. Yeah, so me we too. Can, we can talk about it more. He didn't bring up having a Juicy Lucy once. <laughs> I know. And it was pretty obvious that he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, next week is a Maternity Leave, uh, which is, of course, a Claire episode. Uh, we'll talk about that then. But uh, this week, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, if you wouldn't mind... If you've maybe got a few spare minutes, just go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Throw us a little review. Uh, just a little review, maybe, I don't know, somewhere in the neighborhood of five stars. Five stars. Yeah. Uh, if Just if you don't mind. We'd really appreciate it. Um, you can email us, allthebestpodcasts at gmail.com, Twitter, at allthebestpods. Um, and uh, until next week, get lost. Get lost.